the next three episodes, I'm going to talk about three gamer-specific terms that are unique to Germany, methinks. So if you listen closely and don't fall asleep like Joe last time, you might learn a term or two that you can then use to great effect during your next gaming session to impress the hell out of everybody. But first of all, I would like to correct some slight mistake in my last essay, which is my failure to mention the first Spiel des Jahres with German authors, which is, of course, Scotland Yard. The thing is that when the game was published, Ravensburger didn't yet follow the practice of actually mentioning its game authors on the box, so some people, including me, thought that Scotland Yard is a British game because of a theme. In fact, its authors are, and this was only recently completely revealed, Werner Schlegel, Dorothy Gerrels, Fritz Ifland, Manfred Burggraf, Werner Scherer, and Wolf Hermann. And yes, there is one English-sounding name among them, so I'm still right, folks. But now to my first gamer term. It's the Kramerleiste. The Kramerleiste is, simply put, the victory point track that goes around the board of a game and which creates a kind of meta-race game within the game. Victory points have not been as exciting before the Kramerleiste. The victory point track in this form is, for example, used in Wolfgang Kramer's game El Grande. And to honor this great author's achievement, it is commonly called the Kramerleiste, which translates roughly to the Kramer track, or even the Kramer track, if you want. But El Grande was not the first game where the Kramerleiste appeared. This honor goes to Kramer's game Heimlich und Co., which first used the board-based victory point track in a German game. Since then, the Kramerleiste appears in nearly 75% of all German games. Kramerleiste has now become a term so common with German gamers that everybody immediately knows what is meant when a player says, please push me forward on the Kramerleiste, or in German, bitte schieb mich auf der Kramerleiste weiter. Some younger gamers might even think it has something to do with the word Krämer, which means storekeeper in German, and of course a, sh a storekeeper also has to keep track of his or her store or score. Since Heimlich and Co., the circling victory point track has become a staple of all German board games. In fact, one might even go so far as to say that Kramer actually made a victory point mechanic in general popular in German games, as victory points were formerly extremely rarely encountered in German games. I wonder, and Joe might agree, if Kramer hasn't taken this mechanic from American war games, where victory points and also victory point tracks have been a common thing since the days of SPI and Avalon Hill. Another American influence can be pinpointed more clearly in the design of the game Settlers of Catan, which uses a modular board of large hexes. Klaus Teuber has once mentioned he was influenced by games like Kings and Things when he decided to use modular hexes, but long before that game was, of course, the fantastic Magic Realm or even Cosmic Encounter. And the hex form itself is something that clearly comes from war games. So will it make Joe happy if he knows that the basis for the Eurogaming revolution comes from war games, in fact? So next time you push a little meeple along a victory point track, think of Wolfgang Kramer, one of the great German designers, and pay reverence to his Kramerleiste. Next episode I will explain the predecessor of the meeple, the pepple. Please never hesitate to write me if you have anything you want to ask about the German gaming scene. You can find me under ego, E-double-G-O, at boardgamegeek.com. And now I say goodbye with a little farewell to Joe. Have a good trip home, Joe, and good luck with founding your church, which might or might not be a church of wargaming. And Joe, I'm not weird. Here is the farewell, the theme of your favorite TV show, Deep Space Nine.
Goodbye, Joe.